1: Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: What's up, everybody? The Washington Wizards get a huge win in NYC, led by the solid three Two players got the dub tonight, two players, and with double-doubles. We are going to talk about that and a lot more, especially news concerning Rui Hachimura on the trade front. Next on Locked On Wizards.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards just listen every day. We are free wherever you get podcasts. So huge win in NYC, beating the New York Knicks one sixteen to one hundred five. So the question for me, or from me to you, is with this showing tonight, is, is this sustainable to try to get over the five hundred mark? Because as we stand, we're at nineteen and twenty six. So with this performance tonight, with the solid three playing as well as they did, is it sustainable enough to get back to 500?
0: Um, it's tough because the Wizards were really high from the three-point line, and that we don't usually shoot like that. Um, I think the ball movement is sustainable. I like how Bradley Bill came in. And he was moving the ball. You know, He wasn't dribbling the air on the ball. A lot of his shots came within the flow of the offense, which was, which was really good. The mid-range shot, Coos um, had a heck of a night. But he he definitely hit some tough shots. There was one shot where... Denny was called for a foul under the rim, and it, it was a deep three. It was a deep three. Porzingis was hot from the three tonight. Porzingis hit four threes. Kuz hit four threes. Uh, Monte Morris hit three threes. Uh, Denny hit two threes. So Denny was Denny was shooting the ball well. You look at the game against the Warriors, the last game where Kuz was five for twenty from the field. So um, you just see some you know up and down games from Kuz, some inconsistencies. Kuz has had a had a great year overall. Um, but tonight was a night that he was really hot. The biggest thing that stood out to me was pushing the pace. That's something they should definitely try to sustain and keep that up, because they were running and gunning to start the game off. Uh, they were hot from three. They were running, getting fast break points. Kuz getting downhill. Kuz getting to the free throw line as well. I want to look at how many free throws. Kuz only shot three free throws, but he, he definitely was getting to the basket. Porzingis started off hot as well, six for six from the free throw line, but a big key was their defense, the defense side of the ball, um, containing Julius Randle. I know Jalen Brunson got off tonight. Jalen Brunson had, what, 30 points tonight. Yeah, he had 32, but the, the biggest part was really containing Julius Randle and holding Julius Randle to 14 points. I thought It was an all-out effort on Julius Randle. Porzingis, with his length, how tall he is, I thought he did a great job uh, protecting the paint, uh, protecting the basket, making it tougher Julius Randle getting to get into the basket. Um, Julius Randle was 6 for 17 and 0 for 5 from the three-point line. tonight. I thought Porzingis was a big part of that. Kuz was a big part of that. Denny as well. Denny moving his feet on on Julius Randle as well. I thought that it was a good collective effort. So to answer your question, is it sustainable? Um, I think it is. Are they going to shoot that well every night, 16 for 42, 38% coming out red hot in the first half? Um, I haven't seen consistency from the three-point line from the Wizards. They have struggled to shoot the three. Um, But can they run and can they defend? That's something that they're going to have to dig in and try to do for sure. But the ball movement was on point. Um, You look at the assist numbers, uh, 38%. uh, 38, 28 assists as a team. And then Monte Morris, man, he's been on a tear. There was a stat that they put up on NBC Sports Washington. That he, he's had 10 plus points in the last five games in a row, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But Monte Morris, man, he really has flipped the switch and he's really turning on, man. You see what happens when you get competent and good point guard play, how good this team can be, man, because he was going right at Jalen Brunson. He was getting to the basket, knocking down his shots. Um, and being aggressive and finding guys for open shots. Uh, they were making the extra pass as well. So Monte Morris, man, when he's picking up and playing as well as he is, you see that this team with the solid three, when they're all playing on all cylinders, that the Wizards can be a dangerous team, man. They they don't lack talent. That's one thing for sure. They are. They do have talent on this team. They just have to be healthy, of course, and they and they have to show consistency on, on the defense side of the ball as well in pushing the pace.
2: I'm going to say, yes, it is sustainable. I'm going to tell you why um bradley bill takes the pressure off of kp and kuz in the show this solid three bro wow i mean to do it in nyc to do it in Madison square garden aka mecca to the quiet the crowd the way they did <laughs> wow i mean you can't say enough about the solid three looking at kuz man 25 points 12 rebounds seven assists almost got a triple dub um the shots he were hitting were tough shots i mean he was lighting it up behind the arc man same with KP. KP being back in New York, that was the team that drafted him. You know, that was his first team, and he was getting booed. Look, he told him where to put those boos, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, KP, 22 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, six for 16 for the field, four for five for the three, or four for nine for the three. Sorry, he was lighting it up. Bradley Bill, coming back from a, a hamstring. Um, I I felt like he played well, man. You know, the the defense really they, they focused on him a little bit. Till Kuz and KP started getting those touches, man, and then they didn't know what to do with us, man. This solid three, you know what? Look, man, I'm a look, I'm a man in the middle. He's wrong to a certain degree. You know, this team has a lot of talent. i never, I never said we didn't. I, I believe this is a very talented team, man. But the reasons why I think it's sustainable because this is the best-case scenario for this team. The ball movement was fluid. The defense was impeccable. I mean, this team was solid, man. I mean, three like you said, 38% from three. um, 28 assists. You know, no ISO ball. You know, they, they were passing the ball. They were pushing the pace. You know, look, before the season started, two things we always said, me and you, was ball movement and pushing the pace, especially when we had the acquisition of Monte Morris. We wanted him to push the pace. And talk about Morris, man. Look, look he's he he trying to settle down into that starting role, man. I mean, 13 points, six rebounds, five assists. I mean, you cannot say anything really negative. I think the only negative thing, the only negative thing you say about this team was the paint. You can say the Wizards, we ran the perimeter, and the Knicks ran the paint. You know, if you look at if you look at the Knicks, 66 points in the paint. You know, second chance points continue to be an issue boxing out, but other than that, man, I have nothing else to say. I mean, this is, was an incredible game, man. To come in New York, you know, with all the questions surrounding, you know, Kuz and KP and Rui, and, and we're gonna talk about Rui in a little bit, but the questions, you know, the fan base split. You know, this this team responded, man. This solid three responded. And this is what I want to see. This has me hype. I, w- I want this to be sustainable, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, look, I, I you know I am a guy that's, that thought that we could rebuild. But I'm a Wizards fan, have been since day one. You know, I want to see this team win. When they win, I'm very happy. So if, they, if we can win with this core, I have no problem with it, man. Now, I do believe with this core, there's a lot of talent in this, in this solid three. Now, I do think we are a point guard away, even though Morris is starting to play well. I still think we are a point guard away and maybe a three and D wing away. but I feel like we, to me, from this performance tonight, this is the foundation. I like what I saw from the solid three. When they play as a team, good God, they win like a team. So, man, look, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed, excuse me. And the biggest factor to me tonight for this win was ball movement. No hero ball, no individualism. They played as a team, and, man, hats off. Man, look, shout out to the solid three. They showed out tonight, man.
0: Yeah, it was a big win in a hostile environment. The Knicks are the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference, man. This was a big win. And this is a team that we just lost to at home, where they dominated us in the paint. You know, they they were bullying us and out physical, and they out physicaled us in our own house. So, this was a huge response by the Wizards to bounce back and dominate this from start to finish. Only thing they really need to work on is turnovers. Uh, they had, you know, 14 turnovers, but it, it, I guess it came with the assist. They were moving the ball so much, so the turnovers came with it and the way they were pushing the, p- the pace and moving the ball. Um, turnovers as well, and uh, transition defense was better. I thought they did a better job of getting back on defense. That's one thing that I want to see be sustainable as well, where it was tough for them against the Warriors, where, you know, Steph's going to shoot pull-up threes and Jordan Poole's going to shoot pull-up threes. I don't, I don't think they really got back well against the Warriors. Um, Andrew Wiggins had a couple back doors and, and Draymond Green getting some easy bats. So I, th- I thought they definitely made some huge adjustments on the defensive side of the ball against the Knicks for sure from that Warriors game.
2: Absolutely. So before we uh, get, move on, um, I'm going to touch on the bench real quick. Now, Denny defensively was solid, as he always is, but man, he's he starting hit threes. <laughs> I mean, whoa. <laughs> I mean, when I saw him hitting threes, I was like, man, it's going to be a good night. <laughs> you know, I mean, 12.7 rebounds. Denny was on point tonight. Kispert, underwhelming five points. DeLon, man, look, DeLon was two steals, two blocks. I'm just saying. So, you know, let's get on to Rui a little bit. Now, Rui was not his best night. Zero points, shot 0 for 7 from field. Now, it makes you wonder, was the, the trade rumors kind of affecting him? Because, you know, the, the report comes out that, you know, we're shopping him and then, this is probably the worst performance I've ever seen from Denny, man. I mean, he was just—he was off, man. He was just. So it makes you think how much that, how much were the trade rumors or, or for now? Rui? Rui?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, oh, I think yeah, you yeah. said Denny. Yeah. No, I, I. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, yeah, I know man. what you mean. <laughs> uh, Rui, man, you know how much did the trade rumors affect him tonight? I think a little bit. You know, he, he definitely played, you know, mentally tonight. But I'm not concerned. Rui is a scoring talent. I'm not concerned. He will bounce back. You know, bad performances happen. So I'm not even really looking much into it. So, I mean, the bench, you know, Denny did well, man. Like I said, Denny did well. Shot a couple threes, rebounding, division, the defense. But I do want more out of this bench unit, man. You know, Kispert has – we got a lot of fire on him, man. You know, we got to get him back to contributing more. Uh, DeLon, wow, he is definitely the floor general for the second unit. So, I mean, this was a good overall team victory, man. I'm very, very impressed, man. Like I said, the shout-out goes to the the solid three, man, because they responded, man. They shut a lot of people up tonight. Now, the question is, from here, is sustainability. You know, can we keep this rolling? You know, can, is team basketball going to be the formula for this team going forward? Because the, thing, the one thing I am scared of is that, yes, we with, with games like this and wins like this, we look good, but – we often kind of fall back into bad habits, you know. We, you know, when we get into a little roll, we get back and, you know, we kind of slide into bad habits. And I don't want to see that happen. You know, I want to see this team sustain this type of performance because this is probably the best example of a team victory we've seen all season, especially with everybody back together, man. And the solid three back together. I mean, Kuz, man. I'm hoping those reports that he likes DC are true, man. Because if this is what he brings to the table, man, I have no problem with it. I have no problem with it. You know, KP healthy. In my opinion, Kuzma and KP are both all stars. Now, obviously, our record is going to have a little bit to do with, you know, winning teams usually produce, the, you know, so that that may have be a factor. But I'm, in my in my humble opinion, KP and Kuz are all stars because look at this performance. And Bradley Bill, again coming back and, you know, coming back from the injury and showing out like he did is impressive. So, um, before we move on, you got any um, anything you want to say about the bench unit?
0: Oh no, I do. I'll let you get to a break and then I'll, I'll try back in.
2: Yes, sir. So tonight's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all of the fat and calories? Then you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. Mm -hmm. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I got just the thing for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't even think they're good for you. Perfect for your new year's resolution. What makes Built Bars so good, you ask? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's real. I mean, that's right. That's r- real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping whopping 17 grams of protein. So if you lift and you work out, 17 grams of protein is key. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your built Bars at built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors brownie, batter, and churro. You will thank me later. And seriously, y'all, I am a big fan of built Bar. When I used to lift. that was my go-to man it's it's delicious and it has the protein for you so i definitely recommend
1: the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date locked on nba Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Man, so um, as far as the bench unit, uh, what are your thoughts about the bench unit before we move on to the rule um, news?
0: Yeah, I love the player DeLon Right, man. I thought he was active again, getting a couple steals, just being at the right place in the right time. He he hit a couple threes tonight as well. He was active on the offensive side of the ball, so... Uh, he brings defensive versatility out there. So I love what DeLon Wright did. But Denny, man, he, the coast to coast layup that he had. Um, he was attacking the basket. Well, he didn't miss a layup, but he got it back, put it right back in. Um, hit two threes. That was huge as well. And he shot the ball with confidence. And I know he's been struggling from the three this year um, so far, but um, he shot the ball with confidence tonight. So I was happy with that. Um, like you brought up Rui. We're going to talk about the trade trade reports and, and that came out from the athletic Sean Sharani and Josh Robbins came out with with a report about Rui. Um, Danny had 14 points, seven boards, man, one assist. So he was active today. He's he's been a good rebound. He had a, he had a 20 rebound game a couple games ago. DeLon Wright, 11 points, five boards, four assists. Um, and two steals and two blocks. He had a huge block on Jalen Brunson where he looked at the camera and stared at staring the camera's face. Um Corey Kisper, five points. I thought Todd Gibson was active too. He was he was diving on the floor. Didn't score, but he did the intangibles. You know, he did stuff that you can't put on a stat sheet. And uh, Rui, unfortunately, he just had an off night. I, I just think looking at his body language, he wasn't like pouting or down or anything. I don't think that's in Rui's um, you know personality to do that. But you could just kind of look at him, just looking at him. You, you kind of see that something was weighing on it, weighing on him. Like obviously he knows. He he probably he probably knew weeks ago when the, the report came about Jake Crowder. But the thing is, when the report came about Jay Crowder, Rui went on a tear. He had a 30-point game, had a 25-point game. Tonight, it just looked like something was weighing on him, and I think he knows that his his days in D.C. are numbered. I mean, the, the whole world knows now. Um, so it was unfortunate to see him. You know, he, he took – the shots he took weren't bad shots. Um, over 6 from the 3, you know, settling from the 3, and I know he's more of a guy that gets to the basket, mid-range game, and, and finishing in the post. Uh, there's one time where he got blocked and they called a jump ball as well. Um, so just a rough night for him. Uh, we'll see if he can bounce back against the we play with the magic neck. So if he's still on the team on by Saturday, um, you know, we'll see if he can have a bounce back game. But overall, I was impressed with the bench unit. We've been we've been begging for the bench to step up. The long right definitely helps out with the bench for sure. Um, And when Denny plays like that, man, I think I think he plays well off the bench in the beginning of the year. He was starting, but I think he's starting to find a good role coming off the bench.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. You know, Denny, he played a good game. And that's Denny. I know I had my shack at the full moon earlier, but, uh, you know, I'm very impressed by Denny, man. He played well. He played well. You know, that two three-point shots, you know, uh, any of you guys are following me on Twitter, man, and I was like, good God, even Denny's hitting threes, man. So, but it, it's good to see that. It's good to see him bounce back and have this kind of performance. And getting to Rui real quick, you know, I'm not concerned. You know, I, I know he's going to bounce back because he he is a, a, a scorer, man, so he's going to bounce back. Now, the shot just wasn't dropping, and, and that happens, man. But we're going to go ahead and move on. Now, as you said, per Chance Sharania of the Athletic, the Washington Wizards are shopping Rui. Now, in your in your opinion, E, what are the likely landing spots, and what kind of need do you think we can fulfill by moving Rui?
0: So, um, Troy Halliburton, who was on our who was on our show last week, he went on another podcast and he said that the two teams that he's heard are, are the Jazz. And uh, the Indiana Pacers, he said that they could do a swap for Chris Duarte from the Pacers. He's had a down year so far, but Chris Duarte had a really, he he had a heck of a rookie season. I love Chris Duarte coming out of Oregon. I thought that was the guy who I wanted to draft at 15, but he was drafted at 14 right before Corey Kispert. So I was very disappointed, but I'm I'm still, I still like, I'm still, I still like Corey Kispert. um, But I do think uh, Chris Duarte definitely would have fit in and, and brought some explosiveness and some athleticism to the team. Uh, he also said that Rui may be involved in a trade to the Jazz uh, for Colin Sexton in a, in a point guard. And, you know we definitely could use a point guard that could get into the paint and and put pressure on the rim. And he, you know Colin Sexton's a shifty, explosive guy that plays with a lot of energy. When we play the Jazz, Colin Sexton had a really good game against us. Um, it's just you know the fit next to Bradley Bill. How will he fit next to Bradley Bill? Also, reading the article too, it says that they really, really want to keep Kuzma. Um, Josh Robinson Shoshirani, the the their multiple teams centered on a fourth year forward Rui Hachimura Hachimura the uh, athletic has learned from league sources so uh, we'll see what Rui's trade value is in the Western Conference teams you know they still could circle back to the Suns and still go for Jake Crowder I wouldn't be surprised with that I wouldn't be happy about that but I could see that still being in play Um, so you know we'll see what happens with Rui but you know it, it looks like you know he has a contract. He has a contract year coming for him, and we've been talking about the whole thing. You know, can they keep Kuz? Can they keep Rui? Can they keep Porzingis, who's on a player option? Um, all these guys, you know, on these big contracts, and you know, Ted Leonsis doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to touch the luxury tax at all for his team, and, and I understand it as well because you know they're barely a playoff team. They're barely they're fighting the scratch to get into the play-in. So um, you got to make some moves to to be under the luxury tax, and, and moving Rui is one of them. Um, probably moving Will Barton is one of them as well. Um, you know, uh, th- there was a report that Will Barton has interest from teams, so I'm excited. I'm happy about that. If we can get some value, even a second round pick back uh, for Will Barton, that would be awesome. Um, so we'll see what they get for Rui. It looks, it sounds like he he has two feet out the door. It looks like Tommy Shepard's ready to move on from him. I'm hoping that Tommy Shepard already told Rui and didn't do like he did with John Wall. Where he didn't tell John Wall at all, and uh, Bradley Beal said I had to think about it if he wants to play with John Wall again. So I, I hope it's not that kind of scenario.
2: Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean,
2: I'm—I I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not a fan of a move for Colin Sexton. I, mean, I, I like his scoring potential, but you're you're really going into that scoring combo guard role again. You know, I want to really if if we can package Rui with will barton and try to get a proven veteran floor general to run this team i think we, that is a good step in the right direction for this team i, I want a floor general you know we talked about mike Conley's. you know these these guys you know are a veteran who can come in and run the team you know i don't i don't think we necessarily need a, a scorer like colin at the starting point guard position you know we need somebody who's going to distribute and really run run and obviously they're going to still run the offense to kuzma but no, if I'm going to move Rui and hopefully Will Barton, I'm going to try to get a floor general, a veteran guy. So, yeah, it's, I think that is going to happen, man. You know, now looking at uh, Kuzma potentially staying here long term, like I said, I do believe we're a couple moves away from being a legit team that can really challenge, but it, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. And, you know, it's a good game, good win. I, you know, I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on myself. You know, I'm very happy and very optimistic, but, you know, this is definitely a good sign. And the, and the only factor of this game shows that when we play as a team, we win. You know, when we play as a team and ball movement, man, it's just they play well together. That solid three plays well together when he plays a team, man. So looking at Rui and the potential trade, yeah, that's what I would do. Um, maybe uh, a three and D wing. But I think point guard needs to be the point of emphasis going into the deadline, because if we want to go if we really want to make that second half charge for a playoff position. We need a veteran point guard who's going to orchestrate this team. And you can't help having another veteran voice in the locker room. You know, um, obviously we know that Bradley Bill's is not the biggest leader. So we need having another veteran guy in there, you know, I think would be a plus for this team. So, yeah, it, it appears that Rui is on his way out of D.C. And, you know, I'm a big Rui fan, and I think this is a win-win to a certain degree. I want to see him go somewhere where he can get that, that playing time and really develop because I think he can still be a really good NBA player. You know he can score if he can really develop a really really good defensive repertoire. I think he we're we're cooking with gas, really, man. So you know I definitely think he's he's going to be on his way out. And I believe that we, you know like you say all the time, man. When there's smoke, this fire. You know with Will Barton, you know 14 million. That's a that's a cap filler. So you know easy go after a veteran point guard. But before we get into comments, we're going to do an ad from E.
0: Yep, and, and Troy Halliburton he said it on the podcast with Matt Moderno. He was a guest on the show as well, um, a couple a couple of weeks ago. So you guys can check that out too if you if you haven't listened to it. But before we we want to you guys comments. So I know you guys want to talk about the Rui news because it's, it's a hot commodity. Uh, but before we get to that, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball World Cup. We've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, and then one thing from the article as well that I was reading, um, it was saying that if if they want to keep Kuzma, then they have to move on from Rui, of course. Um, the article says that, uh, moving Hachimura would reduce a log jam with the forward spots and place the franchise in a better position financially to focus on resigning Kuzma and potentially resign Chris Asperzingas in the offseason. As usual, ahead of the trade deadline, the Wizards are keeping their options open on several fronts, including the possibility of playing this all out in the offseason. So that's one thing I don't want to see them do is play it out in the offseason. They got to be they gotta jump ahead of this right now and make moves. And, and, and unfortunately, I would I would love to keep Rui I think he's a. I think he's a really good scorer, very talented. Of course, the defense side of the ball leaves a lot to be desired and a lot of room for improvement. But um, I do think he. It just reminds me of Kelly Oubre. It just feels like Kelly Oubre 2.0 again, where Kelly Oubre definitely had his flaws, but you saw the talent in Kelly Oubre. And Kelly Oubre, he's he's had a solid career. Um, does he contribute to winning? You can question that for sure, um, but he definitely can help a team make the playoffs. And I think Rui's gonna be, He's gonna go to a team like the Sun, maybe the Suns. Um, maybe the jazz or um, you know, maybe even the heat or something like that. I could see him be on, on on a heat with Pat Riley. They they need power forward help and I could see him, you know, buying in defensively with Pat Riley in that system. And I could see him blossom into a really, really good basketball player. I think he's a really good basketball player right now, but I just see you know, when people leave the Wizards, they usually improve and they get better. And I think that's that's what's gonna happen with Rui Achamir. I think he's gonna be a very good player. I think he's gonna average perennial in this league. Um, 13, 14, 15 points a game. I think he's a super talented guy, very athletic. Um, I guess it's almost like a tribute video to Rui. i always remember the dunk on Anthony Davis. I got up on my seat after that. I remember the 30-point game against the Sixers, that playoff game where Rui contributed, he contributed to some big games and some big wins, man. Um, only thing with Rui, his downfall really was the, the amount of time that he missed. Um, you know, he missed time for personal reasons. He had a groin injury, he had conjunctivitis. He just missed a lot of time. You look at his game log, uh, I want to say 53 games his rookie year and then um, 40 games where he missed personal for personal reasons. Um, then he missed time with a bone bruise. So uh, I, I don't think it's injury prone, but, you know, GMs are looking at that. You know, when you when you miss so much time, it, it hurt the evaluation process as well. Um, and, and I thought it, it gave it gave Kyle Kuzma an opportunity to really take his spot last year when he was out for so long because Rui was supposed to start. He was supposed to start. It was supposed to be him and Kuz starting. A lot of people talked about that, but, you know, him missing so much time that year, last year, it gave Kuz the opportunity, and Kuz took advantage of it, man, and he took over. So um, I wish Rui the best wherever he gets traded. Yeah, same if, here, if, man. if he gets traded. Yeah, if. <laughs> Which he probably <laughs> will. Right.
2: <laughs> no, I'm a big fan, man. It's, it's sweet and sour because, you know, I do like his game. You know, I like Rui. But I, I'm with you, man. I I do want more of a kind of where Kyle Kuzma's head's at as far as staying in DC, because like I, I don't, it doesn't sit well with me. Kind of hinge on the hopeful, you know, the hopefulness of that we we're going to re-sign him. I mean, but you know, from you know from the tweet, um, the tweet from his mother saying that you know he he likes it here. You know, we haven't heard him say from his mouth that he wants to go anywhere. You know, he seems to like it in DC. So you know, I'm I'm all about it, man. You know, if if we are you know, you guys know where I stand, but if we're intent on building around Bill, you know, I think Coos plays well with him, and I have no problem bringing KP back, man. You know, I, I do like this solid three, but I do believe that the biggest move that we can make is a veteran point guard who can do, can orchestrate the offense. I think that if you can find one at the trade deadline, then we're starting to cook, in my humble opinion. But yeah, it, it appears that, you know, Rui's going to be on his way out of the 202, man. So <laughs> So um, we're going to jump into comments real quick because we uh, definitely appreciate everybody showing up, man. I know it's getting late, so we're going to do um, about three to four comments real fast. So let's get into it. Um, Shook Biz one said, I love the ball movement, taking their center out early. No complaints here. The ball movement was, was fluid tonight. I mean, the ball movement was fluid. This is the biggest key to me for this victory was the ball movement, man. No ISO ball, no hero ball. You know, nobody's dribbling for 15 seconds, you know, I mean, Bradley Bill was shooting, <laughs> passing the ball out. So, you know, I, I like what I saw from the solid. Throw. I like, I like what I saw from the starting unit. Man, the, the, the fluidity of the offense was key.
0: Hundred uh, percent. Mitchell Robinson did get hurt. I think that did impact the game. I'm not saying that Mitchell Robinson would have played that we would have lost. Um, Jericho Sims fouled out. You know, I thought Porzingis gave him trouble. Kuzma gave him trouble getting to the basket as well. But um, even when Mitchell Robinson was playing, we were still winning the game pretty handily. Like they, they were handling, they were handling the game. Uh, the Knicks were playing, they they made some silly mistakes too. There's one time where Emmanuel quickly was running and he like threw the ball behind his head, trying to throw it to um Julius Randle, and then DeLon Wright was right right there and got the steal. Um so the Knicks weren't playing good ball, but we forced them to, to take some bad shots as well. So I was happy with the Wizards defense um tonight. In the, in the solid three, they did play well tonight. This is one of their best games collectively for sure. Um Samurai Jack says Legion Bill must have told Rui Heat. Rui about to trade, <laughs> about to trade him before the game. Yeah, I mean, Rui must have said to Bill, you know, Do you, "Am I going to be here after the deadline?" And and Bill must have said, "I I I got to think about it." And then after <laughs> that, you know, Rui Rui knew it was a done deal. He knew it was a done deal. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what they get back. I really hope they don't get fleeced in a trade. Tommy Shepard does does a good job on um tr- with trades. I think all of his trades have been solid for the most part they haven't been bad trades um but i think he's done a good job diego magias says uh Rui will barton and johnny davis for sadiq bay and the second then signed Jordan google for a year um yeah i don't know if the pistons do that but you know Rui for C- sadiq bay i think that's a i think that's a fair swap sadiq bay has had a down year this year um he had a really good rookie year um, but getting you know, of course, it's not going to happen because you know, salary's got to match. Will Barnes making 14 mil, Ruby's making about you know, seven mil. So, I, I wouldn't trade all those guys just for Sadiq Bay. Um, but Sadiq, I think Sadiq Bay would come in and help for sure. You know, Johnny Davis's trade value is probably rock bottom right now. He's he's averaging 11 points in the G League and 33% from the field right now. So, he's not he's not putting up big numbers in the G League. So, it's going to be a long process for Johnny. Um, but that trade, man, if, if it could work out salary wise, I, I, I wouldn't mind getting Sadiq Bay in here. I wouldn't mind that at all.
2: Nah, I would definitely welcome Sadiq Bay, man, because he can play B fans and he can shoot. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's next one is going to be a pod named Kickback. What's going on, brother? With a full roster, we can compete with almost anyone one or two weeks here and there, and we will be a top 16. Uh, I miss really per rumors, but we have to keep Kuz and KP. Uh, looks like a real point guard now. Ah, ah man, I still think we are a point guard away, man. Um, I will say this, man. Monte Morris has played well. He really has played well. But I still think he's best served on the second unit. Now, looking at the second unit, when it becomes a point guards, maybe you might see a point guard get moved because you can look at Monte Morris and say, yeah, he's a good guy on the bench. But then you look at DeLon Wright. You look at John Goodwin. So... That, that's another thing, that, you know, depth at the point guard position. But I still think we need a floor general who's going to distribute. But, no, I mean, full roster, we have a lot of talent. You know, full roster, we can compete. It, I think the biggest thing, the name of the game for the Wizards' man is consistency. Yeah, you know, we got the talent. But can we consistently put these type of performance together? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a good win, especially on the road. But can we be consistent? We definitely got the talent. So, no, I, I agree, but we have to be consistent.
0: Definitely. Um. Oh, I lost the comment. He says with a full run. <laughs> that's my guy. pie named Kickback. Make sure you guys subscribe to him on YouTube as well. Yes, um, yeah, with a full run, I think they can compete, man. They just got to be healthy. Uh, Brad's been in the lineup now. There's been some times where we were bad with Brad as well. So uh, I just want to see consistency from this team. Um, they got to buy in defensively. I think with Delon Wright coming back, he, he's been back for a little bit now, but he's he's a huge help. Um, when they move the ball, man, that's that's just when they're at their best, and they're, when they're running the floor run, and picking up the pace. Um, the only thing I'm just concerned is the three point shooting because they usually don't shoot threes. Like they, they they usually don't make 14 threes in a game. That's something that is an outlier for sure. Um, so I'm, I'm a, I, I want to see if they can still win games when they're not shooting well from the three point line. Uh, and then also uh, the turnovers. They got to cut down on the turnovers. They got to cut down on that. Uh, I'll miss Rui per rumor, per rumors, but we have to keep Kuz and KP. Uh, Monte, yeah, Monte. That he's been huge too. He he. He is a key piece and a key factor. That point guard position, when he plays like that, the Wizards definitely can hang with the better teams in the Eastern Conference. They need good point guard play. That's been our Achilles heel this year. Uh, when they get that, they look like a, a legitimate a legitimate competitive roster in the Eastern Conference. And, yes, I, I'll miss Ruby too. I'm a big fan of his game. I like his game a lot. Um, if Kuz wants to come back, then sure. If they're winning games and Kuz wants to come back, I don't mind keeping them, but if they're going to lose – if they were on that when they play like when they were on that losing streak and coups is kind of iffy whether they wants to come back or not, then, yeah, I'm definitely ready to sell and, and, and trade coups. So it, it it changes every week. The, the trade deadline is February 9th. So it's coming very, very quickly. So Tommy Shepard and Ted, they got to make they got to make big decisions for sure. Um, Ben's said, don't get hyped, Brandon. <laughs> It's only one game. Let's see them play this way every game. I'm hoping they can go on a streak, but I'll wait to be excited about this one. Yeah, that's the thing, too. They they reel me in sometimes. They're going on a three- or five-game winning streak, and then they're going on a 10-game losing streak. So this team, they're just so iffy and inconsistent. They really are. So it's tough to – I want to get excited about the win. And and look at the schedule. It's winnable games. It's a lot of winnable games. You got the Magic at home. You got the Mavericks. They already beat the Mavericks once this year. That's going to be a tough game, obviously. And then they play at Houston, so um, and some winnable games coming up. Some winnable games, but as you know, the Wizards—they're—they'll they, win. They'll win some games where you think they're going to lose, and then they'll—they'll they'll lose some games where they're favored and they should win.
2: Look, public enemy once said, "Don't believe the hype."
0: <laughs> I, I get
2: this it, one game, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm—I'm I'm happy when they win, man. But to me, this performance said that they have the talent, and when they play as a team, they can do it. Now, what I'm looking for is, all right, next stop, 500. You know, we, we know that they got talent. We know that can, they can win, especially against a team that's in the sixth seed. So now the, the goal is 500. You know, if we can if we can get back to 500, like you said, you know, we got Orlando. You know, we have some winnable games, so we can climb up to 500, maybe add a piece of the deadline. Maybe we're cooking, but I, I can't help it, man. I love this team. When I see them win, man, I just get hyped. So. <laughs>
0: No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all, man. Ben's Ben's is a funny guy with his comment. Um, <laughs> <Shug's> <laughs> We're wrapping up, so Shug says, I'm sending Rui a case of Bill Bards via Amazon. <laughs> and, oh, uh, man. Anthony, Anthony Tony says, Ed and Bill return on the same night. Hello. Yeah, man, I'm back. I'm, Brandon was holding it down. Brandon gave out his grades for the year. I'm, I'm going to definitely give out my grades for the midseason season. Uh, review as well. So I'm gonna definitely get my grades out as well. But Brad, is there any other comments you want to read? Uh, oh, yeah. Also, Dave Bezel, uh, just in case you missed, Kuz, donated a million dollars from Michigan. I did see that. Um, I think NBC Sports Washington, I think they showed it during halftime or sometime during the game. That's awesome by Kuzma. Um, he's just a, he's a great guy, man. He really is. He's a great guy. Um, you know, he, there's reports that, you know, uh, that I'm not even talk about other reports, but I, I think Kuz, he's just a great guy. He's a great leader um you see the way he talks to the younger guys on the team to denny and Rui, the way he talks to those guys as a leader so um i've been nothing uh, but impressed with kuzma's time here in dc if he's traded as well i guess this is somewhat of a tribute to him too i've appreciated the way he's played here in dc if he's not here by the trade deadline after the trade deadline i was impressed by the way kuzma played as a wizard
2: yeah that impressed me too you know the the million dollars the flint michigan man Because I've been to Flint, man. So Flint has gone through some, you know, a lot of issues within the last couple of decades, man. So it's it's good to see him giving back, really giving back to the city of, uh, of Flint, Michigan, man. But, you know, I like to see that because we have a long culture of guys who like to give back on the Wizards, man. John Wall did a lot for the D.C. community. You know, Bradley Bill does a lot for the D.C. community. You know, the one year that Russell Westbrook was here, you know, knowing that a lot of the employees for the team weren't getting paid took off a pair of shoes and gave it to an employee so they could sell it and get money. I mean, so we have a lot – we've had a long list of guys who like to give back. So, no, nah, I like I like to see that he's doing that. So, no, nah, man, I'm good, man. I like – you know, I'm, I definitely appreciate that everybody staying up late, you know, chatting it up with us, man. So, no, nah, I'm good, man.
0: Definitely, yeah. So, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, A lot of reports and rumors coming up before the trade deadline with Rui and Kuz and, and Porzingis and Will Barton. Um, so just a lot to talk about. So the Wizards don't play again until Saturday against the Magic. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen game-to-game game, for the NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game-to-Game game, covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game-to-Game game on Locked On NBA. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Good, Good dub tonight, which is the dub over the Knicks. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.